0: turn in your Bibles, if you would, your smartphones, your devices, turn your attention to the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, the physician. Picking up the reading at verse number 76, and we'll read down through verse 80. Amen. Hear the words of the Lord in the New Living Translation, and certainly we greet all of you with the joy of of the Lord and our entire First Baptist Holland Park family and, and beyond. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell us people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins because of God's tender mercy, the morning light, from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And to guide us to the path of peace, John grew up and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry Israel. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. The verses 78 and 79 because of God's mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. To guide us to the path of peace. I want to talk this morning about fulfilling your assignment. Fulfilling your assignment. The reality of it is, is that every one of you, if you have breath in your body, you have an assignment. Whatever that designated time, that designated window of life, there is a purpose for you. And So the goal is, is to fulfill that which God is going to fit into that window. Sometimes we put pressure, we try to compare ourselves to others. We look at our peers and we want to feel that we need to be at this place at this time. Of course, in this, in this worship experience, there are a number of us who are very mature. I didn't call you old. Thank you. And one thing that helps us in maturity is that we learn to balance. Number one, we can see The hand of God as his works over our life many in this room can reflect upon the time of how God's timing is better than ours we can talk about perhaps when we wanted to rush God how we wanted it delegate Harrison Councilman Hawkins we wanted it now but that sense of understanding that God's time schedule is best. I can remember when I, went in, when I acknowledged the call into gospel ministry, because there were others of my peers who had already gotten shoved off, I felt like I was getting a late start felt like it. Now, per you, persons of you in this room would not look at it as late because I was in my 20s, but there are some of my friends who were younger than I was, and they were already out, some of them even pastoring churches in their early 20s. So, I felt as if I was, in many cases, behind, and I needed to catch up. So one could say that in those early years I had extreme drive because I wanted to make sure that I would do as our congresswoman in California, Maxine Waters, I wanted to redeem the time. But the reality of it is is that God knows time. One thing about it And as I was having this drive to catch others, God had already gifted me in different ways. And I was not necessarily seeing that. Not then. Now, when persons come to me and they want to find out and try to figure out how many years I've pastored and how many churches I've served and the time spent and then when I start counting now, it's a long time. But then I felt like I was trying to catch up. In those early days of pastoring, matter of fact, I tried to do things that would make me look older. Wanted to look mature because Persons would remind me that they, I have grandchildren your age and you're my pastor. So I wanted to try to do things to make myself look older. I wore a robe every Sunday because I felt that that brought maturity, seniority. (laughs) All I did was look like a young boy with a robe on. That's all. When I look at the pictures now, hair jet black, mustache jet black, everything jet black. Face young, ready. Matter of fact, now after years of pastoring, it it matures you. Everything does not always go your way. That rush that you had. But here's is the issue, and this is where I put it to all of you in this room today. You have to fulfill your assignment. It's not the assignment of someone else, it's your assignment. When I started in ministry, all of my models were older men. Those were my models. They were older men. Here I am, younger, energetic, still going to the Apollo. Had a little boogie in me too. Lord had to work with me. Come on, somebody. And I wasn't old. But I had to fulfill my assignment couldn't do it for my father my father of course in ministry all his years but I could not be him and even now I have a number of his robes who sit in my closets downstairs a couple of them I've tailored to myself and i flash them out every now and then but you have to fulfill your assignment Come on, tell it, tell it. professionally In your family, politically, you have to fulfill your assignment. And everybody who's going to be a part of your team is not necessarily going to be a part of your team long range. Some people are going to be a part of your team for a season. Appreciate the season. My heart has been broken across the years when I've had some very dear members to come in and they said, I'm getting ready to move. Moving to this place, moving to that place. I I almost wanted to grab them at their knees and say, no, don't go, don't go. But I appreciated the seasons. And the longer that you're able to look back over the expanse of your life, And you can appreciate the people that God placed in your lives. You are better, Sister Manners, as folk have poured into us your assignment. Whether it's a Florida assignment, a Maryland assignment, a South Carolina assignment, you have to fulfill your assignment one of the things i talked about this past week and i shared it in our talk about our unseen war that that our reality of it is is that everyone has every believer has the assignment for soul winning all of us not just ministers or deacons or church leaders no every one of us has an assignment To share the goodness of Jesus I want to fulfill that I want to I want to be able to do that and and John the Baptist had an assignment he had an assignment he that God had placed him here with a distinct purpose one first thing you need to know what does Jesus want me want to do with me? Number one, he wants to rescue us from darkness. I was once lost, but now I'm found. I was once blind, but now I see. He rescues us from darkness. And when you've been rescued from darkness, you ought to tell somebody about the light. What is it? I mean, we're we're in we're in this season of shopping and gift sharing and planning and all the things that we're doing. But in essence, you have to understand: you are bringing light into the lives of others, and all you are is a reflection of the light of Jesus. That's the goal. That's 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 a part in that verses seventy-eight, and seventy-nine. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven, is about to break upon us the morning light, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide us to a path of peace. We're sitting there in darkness. We're sitting there ready to die. Every believer, you are not here to sit and wait to die if you've got breath in your body no matter you got Medicare, Medicaid Social Security, retirement but you're not dead yet and when I come to church I'm not coming to church for a dead faith I don't need a dead preacher up there preaching to me I don't need dead singers and dead musicians and dead deacons need some folk with some life. And I pray that when people come through these doors, they sense life. They sense light. Matter of fact, my feet can get light. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I am fulfilling So it says, it talks about, in in Luke chapter 1, it says they're sitting in darkness, in the shadow of death. They they are sitting. They are not moving. They are stationary. But now God said, I want to take you from that sitting, stationary position, and I want to guide you on a path. And where's that path leading? The path leads to peace. And once I get to peace, I can rest in the glory of God. I'm resting in the glory of God. I'm resting in it. Uh, I was sitting in darkness. I was in the shadow of death. I knew death was coming, but then when Jesus shows up, he's guiding me. Path of peace. Matter of fact, that's why some of you, you made sure that you're getting to worship this morning was not an accident. You planned to be here. Because you knew that if I'm not in worship, there is something missing in my life. I want to fulfill my assignment, but I also have to plug into the power. Hallelujah. I'm plugging into God's power. That's what, I, that, that's what happens when I come to worship. I get energized, I get fired up. I'm ready to run on. A little while longer see what the end is going to be a good coach knows how to fire up his troops knows how to fire them up i look some of these coaches they look like they dead and dry and that's why they losing too i like it when you yell at somebody come on somebody throw my headset you know I, i used to coach back in the day and uh, I remember one day my team wasn't doing too good, and they threw me out the gym. I know you can't. I know you can't imagine that. I let the refs have it. Amen. I said these jokers not gonna play ball. I'm not gonna be here to watch it because they throwing me out of here. <laughs> Amen. I found out later they won. <laughs> You've got to understand, if you're going to fire other people up, you've got to be fired up yourself. I you know some folk only get fired up when they're doing something, when they're out front. But I thank God for those who can be fired up under the power and the authority of God. You're guiding me, God, to the path of peace. The second thing that I need to tell you is the journey to salvation is the most important journey. We've been on a whole lot of journeys. Back in the day, we used to we used to drive from New Jersey to Texas. That was a three-day trip to get to Texas. That's why I get on a plane now. I'm, I'm just going to the airport. And uh, I got clear, I got everything, TSA, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I don't like to wait. I love to, I love to get in and go. But we used to go to Texas, it would be a three-day journey. And then we get to Texas and say, welcome to Texas, and you still be driving all day. <laughs> I mean, Texas is in multiple time zones. I mean, you, welcome to Texas. How long, how, and we, are we there yet? I mean, that's what we, but the most important journey is the journey to salvation. The journey to know Jesus for myself. And then once I start walking with him, seeing miracles happen, prayers being answered, enemies being dealt with. Oh, come on in here. When you think about how the Lord shows up over and over and over again, I want to fulfill my assignment. This person was talking to me the other day, talking about retirement. I'm not ready to talk about retirement. I, we're not ready for that conversation. Not yet. When you're going to be ready? I'll let you know. I, I, listen, I'm not going to, listen, when it gets to a certain point, you won't have to worry about me. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you, there's some folks you'd have to worry about, not me. I, you got to understand, Lord, I want to fulfill whatever it is you want me to do to the glory of God. I told somebody, I said, if my energy started, started slipping, number one, others won't know it immediately. But I'll know it. And I'll start making adjustments. So, you know it's not slipping now. The journey to salvation. It's the journey. It's the journey that I'm on. Verse 77 says, you will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins. That's the journey. You're gonna, you're gonna tell them, you're gonna share with them about what salvation is gonna look like and how I'm gonna get the salvation, because I get the salvation by asking God for forgiveness, which means I've done something wrong, I've fallen short. I need prayer. I need for somebody to pray with me and pray for me. But the journey to salvation, I can come here today and celebrate the journey. I can celebrate the journey and you can celebrate the journey because the God said, I will put you on the journey, but I'm not going to put you on the journey by yourself. I have. The comforter, I have the one who's going to help me when I'm leaning and when I'm weak, he's strong. I've seen him show up in my life even when I wanted to throw in the towel. Because the devil wants you to throw in the towel. He don't want you showing up. That's why it's not an accident and some of y'all couldn't get to church on time today. Devil didn't want you to get here. That's right. But I'm in worship. I'm celebrating the greatness of a great God who's doing great things in my life. Here's my third point. When you follow God's directions, you will become uh-huh. Yes, you will become strong if you follow his directions. Over over the years, over the years, I have tried uh, to take certain shortcuts in life, you know, in marathon training. Uh, my brother plays the piano. He's younger than me and my, they were going to music lessons every Tuesday night and, and I said I want to play the piano I looked in Ebony magazine and they said that you can order this kit and you can learn in two weeks <laughs> I didn't learn can't say I didn't try I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to get there immediately Years later, I I wanted Calvin to have a more of a vertical leap. I I know a friend of mine, he he was was about my size, but he could dunk. I said, I want that gift. I, I was looking in a magazine. It said, if you get these sneakers, you will be ready, Lawrence, to dunk they looked like space shoes. And I'd been running through the community. When I was running through the community, people would just stop and look. <laughs> so what is he wearing? But I had, I had, I had envisioned Calvin being on the courts, scrambling for a loose ball, under, and then rising up. Not, not only was I going to do a, a front KK, I was going to do a reverse. And I was going to hang like instead of being Henry Davis, I was Anthony Davis. But I can tell you this. When you follow God's direction, You'll become strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you'll become strong when you say, I'm going to follow you, God. Where you lead me, I'm going to follow. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to lean and depend upon you. And, 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 and you look at that particular verse. It said that, that verse number 80, John grew up and became strong in spirit. Because when you are spiritually strong, come on, somebody. Death can come to you, sickness can come to you. When you're strong in spirit, you can't touch my spirit. I'm not gonna let you touch my spirit. He says he grew. He grew, he grew, he grew physically, yes. But more importantly, said he grew in spirit and he lived in the wilderness. Matter of fact, he wasn't going to move out of the wilderness until God told him to move. And sometimes you got to understand, you can't move until God says move. Some of you have got to stay right where you are because you got to fulfill your assignment. God's got something he's doing in your life. Somebody on your job, in your community, in your organizations needs your witness. They need for you to show up next time. I know things were difficult the last time, but the Bible says cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. I have joy in my heart. I got clapping in my hands. Hallelujah on my lips. I'm fulfilling my assignment the Bibles and let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Do I have some praises? Hey, hey, hey! Thank God for the dancers who came out. Thank God for the praise team. But I thank God for the power of a living Savior. Is there anybody in the room who can thank God that I am fulfilling my assignment. Take care of your mama, Kelvin. Fulfill your assignment. Deal with your children, your grandchildren, your siblings. Keep allowing the light of Jesus to shine. Shine, shine, shine through your life. Ain't it all right? He ain't all, all right. He is a mighty God. Fairest up 10,000. Bright and morning star. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Hallelujah. Fulfilling your assignment. Don't you leave your post until God gives you your release you got to stay right there I'm staying right there no matter how difficult it is because God has placed you there not by accident but by his divine purpose you have to fulfill your assignment if you step away from your assignment too soon God's not gonna bless that And that's why some folk have tried, they've tried to leave Highland Park. They tried to leave the church, but your assignment has not been finished. You got to come back here. You got to do what God has for you to do. I don't know what it is, but God does. And you got to make sure you got to fulfill your assignment. My dad used to say before he checked out, he said, I will never get tired of living. <laughs> Amen. No. You have to fulfill your assignment. Come on, clap your hands everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you've just heard, please call 301-773-6655. Or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park.